Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! Perfectly, isn't it? Every time. Yeah, it is. Except your audio fucked up. Uh, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, start over. Start all over. Oh no! Unacceptable. Ah. <laughs> Much better. Uh, you know what? Just speaking of audio, I actually got the cord to go into my fancy mic now, and I just forgot to put it on today. It just came in the mail. You sound so- fine now. Watch out, Beats, because the double Z is back, and he's going to be better than ever. Oh, wow. Is this uh, for the – don't you have a – what do they call it, a blue a, a blue mic? A blue icicle. It's actually – that is – that's not the mic itself. That's the – I don't know. What would you call that? It's the the preamp for the mic, I guess. Oh, right? shit. Wow, okay. I, I thought it was a mic. It's a powered mic, but a phantom power, right? That's what yeah. you call the phantom power and uh, of powers, you know, and I'm sick of those. I'm really sick of fucking phantom power shit. Is your mic phantom powered or is it just straight up USB mic? It's just straight up USB. What a piece of shit. Hey, sounds pretty good. Does it Rufus? Does it? I don't know. Cause I never listen to our show. I'm always embarrassed by my own voice. I know you don't. And it hurts. It hurts that you don't listen, but see that you, what I'm saying during, Please don't. Uh oh, your audio's clipping in and out. <laughs> yeah, just like that, except for real. But you you said it was clipping, but then it wasn't. So I don't know what the real story is. Oh, uh, who knows? So what's up? Oh, you know the same old shit. America is doing really awesome. Trump is awesome. Um, Already in it, huh? Yeah, diving right in, huh? You asked. Well, you know, it was your it was your text yesterday where he decided that he wasn't going to leave um, office without mm-hmm. starting the civil war that really has me concerned. You know, I read a long article about that today. With uh, I forget his name because I do that, but he's uh, like the guy in charge of the army, and the guy, and he said, "Look, we we swear an oath to the Constitution, not to the sitting president." He Mac- said, Mac- was that McMaster that said that? I don't remember his name. I I think that name was mentioned. I don't know if this is the guy who said it, though. But he said, look, the president can try to stick us on the American public all he wants, but the Constitution says that we're, we're not going to do it. And that's that, that's just how it is. This is the scary part to me, dude. I don't think he's going to need the military because some fucking psycho in my neighborhood, and this is how I know it's time to move, has put a sign in their yard that says, pro-guns, pro-Trump, the two things that make America great. You know, this article did briefly mention exactly the same thing you said, although not in so many words, but basically that, you know, there's people that would just basically be his militia. When I said, remember a couple months ago, I said, all you'd have to do is deputize these fucking psychos and they'll fucking go to the streets for him. Yeah. And that's what he wants. I mean, at that point, I would be hopeful that the military 
and the police are obligated to protect the fucking regular people. Well, except in those areas where the police is defunded. Yeah, of course. Right, right. That's right. Yeah, the problem with our side is only like 1.2% of them know how to use guns, so we're totally defenseless against the militia. We could outthink them. We could just hide, and then they would probably never find us. (laughs) That's right. Oh, you guys quit playing unfair with your hiding. This isn't fair. (laughs) So I can shoot you. (laughs) You know, so we'll just have to play dirty, I guess. That's the problem. Fucking, I'm sorry. Gloves off for the fucking Democrats now. You know what I mean? You, we, we've tried to playing the, the bigger side of the equation. It just doesn't work. But you know what? It doesn't matter because these fucking people that follow Trump, dude, would follow him no matter what he was saying or trying to do. You know what I mean? You well, can't look to them. It's the same thing. I mean, it's fever pitch now because Trump is such a crazy character that it's easy for people in that ilk to get behind him. But right. when Obama was president, the same people were saying the same shit. I mean, it was it was like, uh, you know, the whole tan suit. That's exactly, it's the same deal. It's just now they're the ones who right. have the guy in charge. Well, all I know is this, and I'm going to have to be factual here. I've never seen Donald in a tan suit. But you have, well, he constantly wears a tan suit. Right, he <laughs> does. Right I have to imagine the rest of his body is not. Probably peels it off every night. Ugh, I mean, you know it's layers. He sleeps in it. I mean, there's no doubt that he sleeps in that. Probably never washed it no. off. Can you? I'll, I'll, I'll feel bad for the lady who's got to wash the linen. Is this bad? Every, every night or every morning when I go up, if there's a, some kind of news alert on my phone when I wake up, I hope that it's Donald Trump is dead. Well, problem number one is don't get news alerts on your phone. Okay. Go check the news. Don't let it interrupt your fucking day. Oh, no. I mean, I don't, dude, I don't even leave my ringer on. I don't even have a ringer on my phone. No, I'm always on do not disturb. My phone does not let me know if there's a text or whatever. And it drives my business partner guy in the marijuana business crazy. But (laughs) sorry, dude. There's some things I, this is what I found out. There's some things that if you give some people some time to figure shit out on their own, they'll do it. And you're you're helping them. But by being for someone every fucking minute of every day to solve their fucking problems for them, you're not doing them or yourself a favor. No, yeah, definitely not yourself, but not them either. That was pretty deep, wasn't it? What do you think was, now was that deep or was this deeper? Wolf in sheep's clothing about to become wolf in wolf's clothing. Ooh, well, I don't understand that one, so it must be deeper. You don't understand it? A wolf in sheep's clothing is about to be a wolf in wolf's clothing. Is he trans? No, he's not trans. Thank you very much. But he is part of him does relate to people that are trans. We don't have any problem with people that are trans. (laughs) He identifies as a trans wolf. Or LGBTQ apostrophe or whatever you were saying before. But no, I just thought of it. You know what? A wolf wolf in sheep's clothing doesn't really get a... Like, across being a wolf. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to show you're a fucking wolf and say, respect me, I'm the fucking wolf. You got to bear your fangs. That's right. You got to grow your beard. Oh, you are growing the beard. That's right. It's going to happen. Can't, I can't happen. see it now. How long has it been? Oh, 12 yeah. hours? Three days. <laughs> Two days. It's coming in pretty thick, though, let me tell you. 
Are you uh, going a different angle, or are you going to do what you had before? It was a cool mutton chop. Yep, I'm going with the mutton chop stash. You know what? I caught myself in the mirror today because I need to shave, and I was like, man, should I do that too? I don't know. I got a weak chin. It might backfire on me. It's pretty rad. Please admit it's pretty rad. It's rad on you. I don't know if it'd be rad on me. You know, and I'm still thinking about fixing my coat to to just put fuck Trump on the American flag. You know, you know what's crazy is I would probably get so many people coming up to me and saying, you know what, you've defaced the American flag with your fuck Trump talk or whatever. But those people are more than happy to like make it into a shirt. Oh, they probably have flag underwear. Right, that they shit stain in because they're fucking disgusting human beings. Yeah. But it, I can't write fuck Trump on my flag on my own coat. Would you do it, though? I would. Would, would it cause – okay, if you wore that to one of your uh, your business meetings with the marijuana guys, would it cause any issues? I think I would be a hero to the people that are buying the marijuana, right? Hmm. Because that's what I'm trying to explain to my business partner. Look, man. 90% of people that use marijuana are Democrats, right? There's a six-to-one ratio of people that are Democrats to Republicans that use marijuana. Now, that could change, right, in the near future. Will it? I don't really know. Openly. Openly. That's, it's probably, yeah. I, I bet there's some Republicans that do it that they won't even dare fucking mention it, you know? Of course not, because it's the devil's lettuce. Not only will they not mention it, they'll openly fucking fight against it right, like a yeah. hypocrite. That's, see, that's where I like it, and that's the disgusting part. But you know what? Then don't do it because you don't. if you don't understand it and are willing to fucking back it up, just get the fuck off the pipe, dog. You know what Amen. I'm saying? Amen. That's why I, I don't know if you – I think you knew this, that I led that – I helped lead a march on the capital of Texas in 1990 with Jack Harrar, right? March really? on the capital, holding a banner, walking down fucking the uh, South Congress towards God, the Capitol. On the Capitol. Me and Joel did it. Like and burning. Her, her picture was on the front of the Daily Texan. Are you serious? Dead fucking serious. From what year? 1990. Dude, Jack, I, go ahead. We should look up their archives and see if we can find that. You can't find their articles or their archives suck. I tried. Oh, I tried like three weeks to fucking find it. Damn. They don't even have Jack. I mean, you know what? I do have an autographed book. Joel has an autographed book. That he autographed the day that we met Jack Harar and marched on the Capitol. But, wow. I mean, that's kind of a big deal in the fucking marijuana business. I mean, Jack Harar was a huge name in the legalization movement of marijuana, probably the fucking biggest name. Right. There I was, fucking 30 years before its time, marching on fucking the Capitol of Texas. We're still not legal, I might add. No. You're a part of it, dude. What's that? You were a part of it. Yes. I agree. Like active part of it. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I this people would be like, hey, you grow that beard or whatever and wear a zigzag shirt every day. You're just playing some kind of part. You know, and no, I'm not. <laughs> playing a part, right? Looking like this, this ain't me. I'm being exactly. No, you, I agree. You know me? Did I look like this? I remember when we were all kind of going our separate ways. The first time I saw you, like you were sha- clean shaven, had to cut hair, and you're wearing a suit. I was like. What the fuck's going on? I felt like my world had turned upside down. Wearing a suit? I don't think. I think you were wearing a suit. You were pretty clean cut because you were about to get on a flight somewhere. And I was like, what the hell's happening? I I don't get it. Did you think I was running for office? I was confused and frightened. (laughs) Well, you still haven't recovered. So wait till I get my mother. Maybe that's 
why you enjoy me with the mustache and beard so much because it makes you takes you harkens you back to yesteryear where things were more normal. I think it does that for both of us, honestly. But I mean, I got to, I got to be true to myself, Rufus. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. That's my point. Yes, you do. I do. I do. You're true to yourself. I think. I get. Well, I work from home and I don't interact, so I have some leeway. Yeah, I mean, in this time, fuck it. What are people gonna do? And that's what I'm thinking. You know what? You go to in a place to sell someone fucking. I'm just saying. If people say anything, they say I'm undercover as a fucking legal pot dealer. <laughs> that's awesome. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. what I'm gonna be doing. And I, I'm telling you, in that circle, there's credibility for not looking. I mean, would you? Here's what I would say. Would you want to buy a bunch of weed? And I'm talking hundreds, maybe thousands of pounds of weed from a guy wearing a fucking uh, golf shirt from two guys wearing golf shirts or a guy that looks like a badass motherfucker biker with a fucking mutton chop mustache. Uh, if I'm only going on what to expect from quality, I would assume the mutton chop guy has the real shit. That and the true. other guy has some watered down Coke, you know, uh, what is Coke light version. Right. Yeah. You're right. New Coke. That's what we'll call New it. Coke. Yeah. Remember when they came out with new Coke? I do. I was a young buck, but I, I remember the whole controversy. What was that? Was it called New Coke? I mean, I think that's as far as they got with renaming it, right, or rebranding it. They, yeah, they literally called it New Coke. What would make them, whatever in the world would make them change their fucking flavor after like 100 years? Who was the guy? You think that guy kept his job very long? It's like, we just introduced New Coke. We changed it. I listened to uh, the Business Wars podcast series about this very thing it was coke versus pepsi and they went into the whole new coke deal and it was just it was marketing bullshit they pepsi was getting a, a leg up because michael jackson was on their side really and they said, we got to do something we got to shake things up so they made new coke and totally fucked the whole operation that's sad that that was their fucking answer it, yeah it, it was it was like their comeback is what they thought and it didn't work very well they're lucky they're still around i bet that's when uh Warren Buffett bought deep into fucking Coca-Cola probably then. You know what I mean? They called him up and said, change your shit back. Goodbye. I bet their stocks fucking went through the fucking floor, and anybody who bought it then is rich now. You know that it went through the floor. That would be interesting to see what it did. What year was that? I mean, that's a good question, because I remember my dad's secretary, huge Coke fan, right? He's a big fan. drink Coke every day. And when they were getting rivet, I saw her. She drove a little, uh, an Escort. Remember your old red Escort? But hers was a Lynx, right? It wasn't an Escort. It was the Mercury Lynx, which was like the Mercury <laughs> Escort. Exactly. Yeah. But called a Lynx. And she had it filled to the top with old Coke, like cases really? of old Coke. And this is before you could buy a case of Coke in like a suitcase, like a beer yeah. suit. They were like flats of fucking cases of Coke, like six packs. It, it must have been 80, 83, 80, 45, because that's when Michael Jackson was big and on Pepsi's side. Was it that long ago that he was on the – is that when he caught his hair on fire? Yeah, because it was Thriller. It, he was big with Thriller, and then Pepsi snagged him to do commercials and got his hair on fire. I remember – and that, see, I mean, that kind of was what started his downfall, right? The hair on I, fire? Because after that, he got addicted to pain pills. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't know. He he was a psychologically messy kind of guy, I think. I'll tell you what. If you ever want to see something badass, though, 
Watch Michael Jackson when he's like fucking 11 years old. I, I love Michael. I've been a huge fan. Me too. I, I, I can say right now that Thriller and that whole album, that was like some of my favorite shit when I was in like 7th and 8th grade. The, the first record or the first audio anything I ever bought with my own money was a Thriller album. And I used to listen to it in my Walkman. It was not a Walkman brand, though. It was an Emerson brand Walkman. But it was just as good, damn it. Just as good. Except it was bigger and didn't sound as good. But it was just as good. And took an eight track. <laughs> yeah. It took a reel to reel. Actually, I had two of those big horns on my head. It was like, <laughs> But it was Emerson. I mean, Emerson was a big name in phonographs at one point. So no, that's true. Uh, they had really good wax cylinders. I remember this when I was a kid, and I I, I don't know what grade I was. This is when Walkmans first came out, and uh, I'd asked for a Walkman for my parents for Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas comes, and I get a Walkman, but guess what? It's, it's Emerson. A There's no fucking tape player, which didn't matter because I didn't own any tapes at the point, so I don't know what the difference would have been. But I was so bummed out, and I remember on Christmas morning walking around listening to the radio on my fucking headset, and how wow. fun. even though I didn't have any cassette tapes at the time. What what a simpler time when your Christmas present was a fucking radio. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that I can still remember that the famous song of the time was, uh, "Hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind." Hey Mickey, because I remember in my grandparents' house for Christmas, I heard that song like fifty times on the fucking radio. Uh, that might be the first music video I saw where I was like, that chick gives me, get, that chick's gives, giving me tangles. Yeah, I mean, it was a couple of chicks, right, in some cheerleader uniforms, if I recall correctly. I think there was some nip. There might have been, but what's her face? We need to look up and see if there was hard nip in that video. Well, she was in uh, Easy Rider. She was. Tony Basil, you're right. She yeah. was in Easy Rider. Pretty impressive little thing she's got going. So, obviously, you saw her nips in Easy Rider in the in – the, uh, in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So I don't even need to, now we don't even need to look. And see, but I didn't know Easy Rider when I was in sixth grade. I waited till like seventh grade to watch Easy Rider. That's a good time for it. it I'm about to introduce my daughter to Easy Rider uh, over Christmas this year, I think. Are you really? Yeah, I'm just going to let her watch the end where they shoot <laughs> him. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to jump right forward to the part where they crush George's skull with uh, <laughs> With a baseball bat, and then the part where they shoot both the guys at the end. I think those are the most important parts of the movie. Yeah, that is the most uh, teaching part for children. Well, I mean, in a weird way, dude, that's a metaphor for America right now. Let's get back to it, Rufus. You wanted to make this show political, if I recall correctly. But Strider's probably more, I mean, yeah, left-wing radicals, you know what I mean? Just trying to retire and live in Florida, and the fucking hill rats just can't let them do it. They just won't let them fucking do it. No, hill rats. I've never heard that term before, but I like it. You like it? It's yours. Take it. Oh, shucks. But, I mean, they are—they were hill rats. I, mean, I guess you could call them parish rats. I don't think he's going to make the parish line. And he didn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, you know what? We should make that a yearly thing where we watch fucking Easy Rider on the Hypersloth Happy Hour. We should. It should be a tradition. It should. What do you want, when do you want to do it? You know what? Let's make it our Christmas movie. Let's make okay. it our, our fucking Christmas movie. I got the whole thing uploaded to YouTube. They just won't let me publish it because of copyright law. But I, I've watched it. I've watched us watch it a few times. Was it deep? Was I getting deep? 
It was totally deep. It's better. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I, I see a lot of like movie reviews and critics and reactions or whatever. I think ours topped it. I should cut it down to like segments to get past the copyright bullshit because uh, we had some really good commentary out, especially you because you're more familiar with it than I was uh, at dude, the time that, for sure. That movie is my jam, dude. That movie, I can say honest to God, and you know that I have that autographed picture, right, of mm-hmm. from the movie. And that instant, that is like that scene is just burning my brain, my ever since I've seen it. But that movie changed my fucking life. I can remember the first time I fucking watched that movie, and then I ended up watching it every day for like a month. Wow! Right? Just that movie. I don't know. It touched me. It really it's, did. It's one of those lightning in a bottle movies. It just everything just kind of clicked together exactly how it should have. If anything had been different, it wouldn't have been the same. Oh, Right, and they had a lot of trouble making that movie too. That's how a lot of those like perfect movies happen. Is like they don't happen easy, but you That's know they just people stick with it. Right. I mean, it's a labor of love at some point. How easy would it have been to just walk away from? It? I mean, Peter Fonda. You know, actually, I guess Jack Nicholson was a nobody at the time, like literally mm-hmm. a fucking nobody. But Peter Fonda had fame. Uh, uh, Billy, what's his name? Tell me Alfred. his name. Dennis Hopper had fame, right? But they said, no, we're doing this fucking movie. And the, the, the movie theater, the movie company wasn't behind it, right? They had to go get loans and shit to make this fucking movie. Classic story of a classic movie. It's like a movie that's like, yeah, it just was meant to be made and meant to make a fucking difference. You know, when, when you're streaming, swimming upstream, you know, the destination is always, Sweeter. Say, I'm trying to be deep, and I can't. Hey, well, here, let's say this: when you swim upstream, you also get stronger. Ooh, just like a wolf in wolf's like clothing. A wolf in wolf's clothing, dog. <laughs> you know what's sad is my wife got that, and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Was so your wife sad. more sober than me? It's Friday night. It's so sad. She got it last night when I texted it to her right after I texted it to you. Now, did she really get it, or did she just send back an emoji to make you think she got it? No. Here, I'll show you. She actually said, I'm going to show you because you don't believe that my wife gets it. But here, I'm going to show you right now. Hold on. She At first, she sent me this today. She saw this on someone's car. <laughs> after I was just telling her yesterday that, that uh, we were going to write, fuck Trump. Oh, wait, here. I said, I have decided to grow my beard. I sent her, you know what I did? I took out dude because I wrote it to you first, part of it, the first part of it. Yeah. And then I took out dude and copy and pasted it to her. I've done that so many times, man, where I've, I've texted you something and then I texted it to like my wife or my parents and I had to edit it so it didn't sound too chummy, you know? <laughs> I was like, I didn't want her to be like, why are you calling me dude? <laughs> I said, I have decided to grow my beard back. He started yesterday. Done being a wolf in sheep's clothing. Time to be a wolf in wolf's clothing. Uh, I'm also wearing a zigzag shirt every day. I also, I mean, this is exactly what I said to you. I'm also <laughs> having a patch made for my Easy Rider jacket that says, fuck Trump, or this is my flag, or fuck, I can't, no, I can't remember what it was. But then she put, nice, I'm all in. It's <laughs> perfect. Keeper. She's a keeper, dude. She is a keeper. I'm pretty lucky, honestly. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky. She gets me. She, she's like the you of women, I guess. She gets it. She gets it. Very few people get it, Rufus. I've really noticed that. I'm lucky yeah. to actually have found you somehow. 
Oh, shucks. Well, well, I mean, I mean that in a sincerest way because most people just don't fucking get it. It comes both ways. I mean, look, we got unique senses of humor. I think they can be appreciated, but they can't be participated in by everybody. And, uh, you no. know what? You're right about that. And I actually know one other guy that gets it, kind of. I mean, he's funny. I mean, maybe his politics aren't the same as ours, but he's he gets our sense of humor. It's Who's like a, I, uh, I don't know. What would you call our sense of humor exactly other than brilliance? It, yeah, I mean, it's it's really um, it's hard to pin down because it's absurdist. This this dumb, stupid shit. But there's always an undercurrent of true, you know, real, true wit, yeah, and good. truth, and uh, sincerity. I think. Wow. Well, like, you know what we've been saying from the beginning. Don't fucking give up on this country. We're not leaving it. We it needs to be fixed. I mean, think about this, dude. I was thinking about this last night in my brother's hot tub. When I sent you that clever thing about doing that to my jacket and my beard. Whatever but, happens next is great, because that's the perfect way to start off any kind of story. I was thinking about, you know, how does America expect to win with a guy like Trump in charge? That's like a fucking a, a coach, right, telling the offense and the defense to be on separate teams. You're yeah. just going to fucking win a game like that, right? And that's what Putin is – I mean, Putin is pulling the fucking strings here whether people want to believe it or not. He I mean just, – how many times has Donald had the chance to fucking say, you know what, Putin, you, you're not letting, you're fucking, you're not paying people to shoot our, our soldiers in Afghanistan, or in, you meddled in our election, or you did this, or you did that, you, you fucking bombed Syria when we had our troops there, oh, you sent your troops into the place in Afghanistan where we fucking were pulling out of troops, right, and he has, he always has a chance to rebuke them. And he never fucking does. And in, in, and he actually says, I trust Putin. Could you imagine if Obama would have said, I trust Putin? Can you fucking imagine that? I think I think Trump idolizes Putin. He does. I think he envies what Putin has. Yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about, like, how much he loves Putin, obviously. But then he, he did this one thing that was both – Kind of cool, but at the same time, I think his motives were not cool. Like, personally, if I wanted to get into his head. And that was, he was the first one to meet with the North Korean dictator guy. And I think, personally, he did it because he admires the guy and wants to be like that guy. Not because he's, like, trying to make history and bring peace. Hey, dude. No, no. Your fucking first instinct is right on that. Yeah, he admired. I mean, they wrote beautiful love letters together. Can you exactly. imagine? I would have said, we wrote beautiful love letters. He wrote me a beautiful love letter together. I mean, how do you even say that? First of all, as a grown man, right? I don't. <laughs> look, I, I don't. I've never gotten a love letter, and especially a love letter from another man. But I'm no. Like, that people would be a little freaked out. Does <laughs> with a fucking bowl haircut. Hey, you been talking to Zigzag lately? Oh, yeah, I sent me a love letter the other day. Exactly. You'd be like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. So, yeah, obviously he's got feelings for the guy. No doubt. And he's probably like, tell him all the time, be like, tell me how to uh, overthrow my people. I, I mean, I would I would love to think that the, the soldiers would not be like, okay, but look at all those fucking coups that happened. Right? All over the yeah. world different than fucking North Africa or somewhere now, or Zimbabwe, where they have these dictators in power who brainwash the fucking, some of the people, and radicalize them. I mean, he's calling Antifa, 
Black Lives Matter terrorist groups? Dude, the fucking Trump supporters are the terrorist groups. I saw this fucking video. This lady kept putting her Trump or her Biden sign up in her yard. Yeah. Kept running it over like other people. Like every fifth car would run her fucking sign over. Well, what the fuck is this? You look it up. I can't remember where it is, but it's like all over these people that that are Trump fans are fucking terroristic fanatics. They're running over people in fucking the streets when they're marching. I saw I saw that video today. Activity? How is that not fucking terroristic? It's amazing that somebody wasn't killed in that instance where that guy just barreled that truck through. Yeah, it was a. It had nothing to do with Trump. It was all about that that woman that got killed. Well, Breonna Taylor, but it's a Black Lives Matter thing, is what it comes down to. You're like, but Jesus Christ, and I I can't believe because that one dude got hit and he got thrown back, and I thought for sure the back of his head hit the pavement and he was out, like gone. Turns out minor injuries, but that dude, I can't believe I read the story and I want to find the name of the guy who did it, and he wasn't caught. He just got away, and I'm like, don't he? Doesn't he have a fucking license plate well, or something? You know what? They've turned that Rittenhouse kid, that Cal Rittenhouse, who shot those two people in uh, Milwaukee or wherever. He's like a fucking folk hero to those people now. Yeah, folk hero. That's a good term for it. You know? I mean, it's fucking crazy. Crazy fucking shit. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about going and buying more guns just to protect myself from f- fanatical people with guns. Uh, I just, I can't wait. I mean, I'm both I'm terrified and apprehensive. It's like going into a, a horror comedy movie. I can't wait for the election to see what happens. I don't know, dude. I mean, the the whole idea that they're having to call out the National Guard. Tell me this isn't disturbing. I mean, this just goes down, I guess, to how uh, organized the GOP is. when it gets, These Trump people are so fucking fanatical that now – They've decided to try to work every precinct as the poll workers. What? Yeah. So I'm sorry, you're say they're a poll worker and you don't write down your name exactly how you have it on your fucking license, they'll reject you if they don't think you're a Trump supporter. And you know every Trump supporter is gonna show up wearing a fucking Trump hat. I'll wear up wearing a Trump hat and vote against him. I mean fuck it. I'll I'll, I'll pretend to be a Trump guy until I get in there. Chances are you're gonna have to. You know why? Because they're fucking demonstrating at the fucking polling centers. What I'll do, dude, I'll wear a MAGA hat and a Trump shirt. Yeah. And I'll pull the curtain and vote. And then I'll change my shirt and hat and come out and be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Or you Trick can, them all. You know what you can do? Just put on your fucking jacket that says fuck Trump on the American flag. <laughs> and you're looking like gold. Oh, I'm also going to have, I'm not sure if I'm going to have zigzag embroidered on my jacket or double Z. Dude, that's a tough call, man. That is a tough call, isn't it? I don't know. I love the sound of double Z. I do, too. It really rolls off the tongue. It's a little too, too, I don't think people will get it. I mean, it, I'd have to be like, they'd be like, double Z, what's that mean? Then I'd have to say zigzag. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah. I'm that's explaining a, myself a lot if I just don't put zigzag. That's a little on the inside. Yeah, maybe zigzag. Okay. Down here on my on the arm or something. I might be tattooed right here. Big old sleeve, double Z. Do it. Gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm still thinking about sloppy though. Getting a sloppy tattoo. Uh, and maybe a Grateful Dead tattoo. 
like a small steal your face, just a nice small tasteful steal your face on my nut sack. You should. For ladies to see. We could get that on one nut and then <laughs> double the on the other nut. Dancing bear right here where it, then it makes my penis the dancing bear's penis. Classy. Yes. That's classy. It would be on Tattoo Monthly. Like one of those ladies that has their vagina tattooed like a tulip or something. God, I don't envy that tattooist because you know the chicks that get those tattoos stink. They don't, though, because they just like scrub it out so much against <laughs> their stars, probably. They're rubbing against that pole that's had a bunch of patchouli <laughs> right yeah. on it. A bunch of what? COVID? <laughs> the patchouli. Oh, no, no patchouli. Those people don't use patchouli. I like the smell of patchouli. You don't like the smell of patchouli? No, I do, but I mean, you know, it's one of those stripper scents that they use, the patchouli and the jasmine and all that shit. Patchouli, they use cheap perfume, I think, don't they? Don't sully sully patchouli with uh, strippers. Hey, don't sully strippers. Mm, I do sometimes, unfortunately. (laughs) Happy Sully Sullenberger. That's what they call me at the strip club. Nice. Hey, are we doing the uh, the sauce tomorrow? Yeah, I'm gonna get wings. So I got them in my uh, Walmart cart. Hopefully they have them. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'll send you a goddamn screenshot. Yeah, do it. I'll give you a dollar. Okay. Time. You know what, dude? This is sad. You realize huh. that, um, we would have seen Tenacious D, or no? Yeah, I think Tenacious D would have been September 17th. And it yeah. didn't happen, Rufus. It didn't happen. Do you get refunded for those tickets? Yeah, like, I got $189 back. Well, good for them. Well, what sucks is, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of glad in a way because our seats weren't as good as they were at the last show. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could live like that. I got Kyle Gass sweat on my face. Yeah, sweat, whatever. <laughs> this was kind of sticky. <laughs> sticky and salty. It smelled like asparagus. <laughs> well, no, that would have been well, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm down for tomorrow. Let's do it. Uh, All right. And Double Z saying, "Ow, ow, ow!" Rufus saying, "Ow, ow, ow!" Adios, peeps. We'll catch you tomorrow for the Hype Club Happy Hour with Zigzag Rufus. Oh, you know what? We're also gonna do some. Uh, Jeopardy tomorrow, I hope. We have about six oh, months yeah. of Jeopardy saved up. God damn. I've gotten dumber since COVID, though. I feel like I have, too, actually. Well, Why is it's... there 8 million Saturday night slot with the sloth interest? Something's going on with my screen here. I don't know. I'm going to bail. All right. We'll catch you on the flip-floppity. All right. Later. Out! All right, folks. I'm going to be Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.